Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. I uh, really appreciate your spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the show. Please be sure to check out our newly relaunched website at CashflowNinja.com. There's over 650 previous podcast episodes between the Cashflow Ninja podcast and Cashflow Investing Secrets that are all available at CashflowNinja.com along with community resources and along with tools uh, and uh, a lot of other uh, really, really cool stuff. I have another fantastic guest joining us today for another fantastic show, Jorge Abreu. Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Uh, I'm excited to be on here. Uh, man, I got to tell you, I love the name, Cashflow Ninja, and uh, I like the accent too, man. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a little bit of fun. So for folks that don't know you and what you do, Jorge, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with them? I started in single family investments about 15 years ago, full-time Got an engineering degree, started working engineering department for UPS, but on the side, I was always thinking I wanted to do investing. Finally started doing enough to where I quit my W-2 and then slowly progressed you know, from single family to wanting to scale the single family, which is, I also started a construction company to, to help do that. And then started doing some uh, smaller multifamily to the point about four years ago, I decided to changed my focus to large multifamily syndication deals. Since then, I'm working on my seventh syndication right now. It's going to put me over 2,000 doors. Just want to keep growing it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so when you when you get started, obviously, there was a progression through this and you learned and you skilled up as you gone in uh, and, and grown your business and grow as a, as a real estate investor. Now there's over 2,000 doors, as you mentioned. What, are, what type of properties are you looking for? What markets are you looking uh, at and, and why? Yeah, so we were into the heavy lifts, heavy value adds, C properties, maybe B minus, coming in, adding a ton of value, leveraging the, the construction company. So my construction company does the CapEx for, for these projects. And we felt really comfortable with those, you know, no matter how ugly or bad the property looked, if we were getting it at a good price, we knew we can fix it up. But, you know, with the way things have changed with COVID and, and whatnot, we've kind of tilted that a little bit. And um, financing those type of deals has become more difficult as far as the bridge loans. So now we're, we're looking more for cash on cash day one, still some meat on the bone, still can come in and, and um, add some value with whether it's upgrading some units or fixing some of the operations, bringing down the expenses and, you know, more of a, a safer investment on, on that end. Gotcha. And the markets, is it just local markets? Because you're in the Dallas area. Um, or what markets are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, at, at first it was trying to invest here in my backyard, you know, Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth. But I quickly realized that the pricing was insane. You know, it's, it's a great market, great, great economy. People, I forgot the number, but there's so many people moving here every day. And this whole pandemic has even caused it more of that. So I had to get comfortable going outside of my market, at least if I didn't want to overpay for some properties, or at least what I felt was overpaying. 
So we, we mainly throughout Texas, our properties right now are owned throughout Texas and throughout Oklahoma. And we've got two right now that we're working on in South Dakota. Great state. So Texas, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. Talk to me a little bit about South Dakota. We've not really spoken a lot of that um, market. Um, Besides that, it's one of the freest states in the country. (laughs) Freedom still exists there and people are actually going to move there. That is Um, correct. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about that real estate market because I've not really spoken to anyone about it. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of my viewers and listeners that definitely would like to learn a little bit more about it too. What were some of the things that were attractive uh, for you about that market and what's what's going on there? Yeah, you know, it it, it feels like one of those sneaky kind of sleeper markets that nobody's looking at. But as we dug in and looked at the data, so, you know, we're always looking for markets that we can get in there in the beginning, you know, before um, everybody starts talking about it and the prices start going nuts. I should probably stop talking about it in, in, in these podcasts, but um, <laughs> right, right. No, I'm just kidding. But um, it's got a diverse economy. It's not uh, just specific on, on one certain thing. You know, it's, it's got a, a decent medical, it's got some military in there, some oil, but it's diverse in other words. And then what really got us on is how it's performed during this pandemic. I mean, it's, it's, it hasn't been affected at, at all. So that's what got us to to move forward with it. Our co-GP on, on both these deals has been there for about a year. They own a decent portfolio there. And um, it's actually been their best performing portfolio out of, they've got about 12,000 units now. So seemed like a no-brainer for us at that point. Interesting. Yeah. It's amazing when governments don't shut down economies, how it keeps plugging along. And <laughs> right? Who would have thought? You know, <laughs> everything works itself out, right? What cities uh, are you guys looking at there? Because um, there's a couple of cities, obviously, there. Um, what, what, what are some of the, the cities that are very, very attractive for real estate investors? Yeah, so we're Rapid City is one. And then um, Sioux Falls is the other one. Sioux Falls is a little bigger than, than Rapid City, but um, they both have got pretty good um, metrics. Besides for a great TV show in Deadwood, what does, what does that market look like around there? that's on the other side of the state, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's even hotter, man. It's uh, population growth is, is decent. And um, I think your total population is creeping closer to 300,000 there. So yeah, solid. Camaplan is one of the leaders for personalized tax deferred and tax-free IRA planning. Camaplan's team can assist you to take control of your retirement funds and financial future through self-directed investing. They offer support to clients throughout the entire process, from opening your first account, to making your first purchase, to self-managing your assets. Camaplan works with a growing network of investment providers in all asset categories and offer free investor education through classes, events, and webinars with over 15 years of leadership and self-directed retirement investing. Camaplan will help you unlock a convenient and safe way to manage your retirement investments and discover financial freedom beyond traditional investments, beyond Wall Street, and go from forever taxed to never taxed. Start to take control over your retirement funds and financial future today by visiting cashflowninja.com forward slash Camaplan. I think like the big thing for real estate investors too is you have to 
be cognizant of what's happening in the country, right? Because it's housing that you're providing, regardless of what type of housing you're providing. So you got to know where people are going, what types of jobs are there. And right now, I mean, it is all these small little um, micro trends and even like the macro ones have been put on steroids. You know, you mentioned people moving into the Dallas area and, and Texas. It's, it's uh, you know, somebody forwarded me an article today. Just, I mean, there, there's literally an industry now created uh, around moving people out of California, for example, not to pick on California, to pick on New York too, or, you know, pick your state. But uh, literally there's, <laughs> there's an industry now of getting people out there because they cannot get enough U-Hauls or whatever moving companies to get people out of the state, right? And it's not just people. I mean, it's businesses altogether moving, um, which is another attractive thing about South Dakota. You know, it's uh, very business friendly. Also, Texas, obviously, is um, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it's something you got to know. You got to be aware of it for sure. Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, of course, the employment's going to change too. The job market, how people, how people shop and buy, and even from groceries to to other things to how they get educated, college towns. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and then and then also um, how they work, working remotely. The job market's going to change, right? So someone that's you don't have to go to San Francisco or Silicon Valley to work for Twitter or any of those companies. Eventually, you're going to be able to work wherever you live, wherever you want to live and work uh, for these companies that are going to be mostly virtual. Yeah, that's a good point because, I mean, one one thing we used to focus on a lot in multifamily was, oh, you know, you've got this corporate company here. You've got this hub here. That could start changing, like you said. Yeah. You know, it could not be as important anymore. Yeah, and think about I mean, it's... It, it, it essentially is positive for um, employers and for employees because if you're an employee, you can live anywhere you want and you can apply for your dream job and you don't have to relocate there. And for the employer, you're going to find top-notch <laughs> talent. talent. Pool. Yeah. The talent pool is going to be stacked because you're not going to just have to f- like basically find people in your own in the, that lives in the area or interview them and with the hopes of them moving or relocating there for the job, right? And it depends on the industry, obviously. You know, with my construction company, it's not like I'll be able to have a project manager that doesn't go to the job sites. But yep, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna still have to be uh, on site there for a couple of things. So, what are some? If somebody's bringing you a deal, what what does a good uh, deal look like for you? If somebody is in in, in a market that's interesting, that's growing, uh, there's diverse employment. It's you know, folks are moving there. All the other micro and macro trends are kind of aligned. What what does a good deal look like? What are the, some of the things that you look like or look for? Rather? The first thing I was going to say, which is uh, I would look at the the area first and see if it's you know if that checks all the boxes. So if I've made it that far, then um, as far as the deal, you know, I like I like 100 plus units. Uh, anything less than that you know, the on-site staff just becomes a little more more difficult. I still want value add, you know, something I, I know I can come a true value add component to it. And I say that because, I mean, that term has been thrown around, you know, left and right for years now and lost some of its meaning. But um, so when I say that, you know, I want to see decent difference in, in current rent versus market rent. I'm going to make sure that market rent is attainable, you know, obviously, do the due diligence and, and, and whatnot. And then I want to try to find, as far as the operations, expenses, I want to find some areas that, that we can possibly work on. 
I still mainly work in the the C class, starting to do some more B class. You know, ideally taking a B minus to a B plus would be ideal for me. And the other the other th- question uh, question that I had for you that just came up while you were uh, sharing some of that was that you've partnered with folks. You mentioned you had a GP partner in South Dakota, general partner for our listeners and viewers out there. So it's someone that uh, Jorge has partnered with that's in that market and uh, combined efforts and resources and skill sets and so forth. What what do uh, good partners look like for you if you're partnering with people and certain deals? What are some of the things that you sit down and, and go, well, this person's got X, Y, and Z and this this will be a good partnership and we could really do something pretty cool together. You know, you got to go into a partnership realizing it's it's a marriage in, in a sense. You know, you don't, you really don't know how long you're going to have the deal for. Um, there may be things like COVID that you're going to have to come together and, and work through. So one, you want to make sure there's there's synergy there and that just as a, as a team and as a person, you guys are aligned as far as morals and whatnot. You know, I think it's it's important to get some meetings in and really get to know them as well as their team. You know, any co-GP that we've we've done a deal with, uh, we've spent time building that relationship first and then doing a deal together. And then um, once you get past that, it's it's what do they bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? Is it a good mix? You know, are you are you both just good at raising equity? And if that's the case, then is that a good partnership? I mean. You know, you need somebody that's good at the operations as well, or somebody that's going to go out there and willing to find the deals. So pretty much just kind of laying out the different aspects and, and putting it together and see if it, if it makes sense. We are living through unprecedented times. And many experts say that in the coming months and years, we're about to see some of the best real estate opportunities of our lifetime. Who's going to benefit the most from these opportunities? Those with access to capital, which is where the real estate accelerator comes in. Brought to you by Good Egg Investments, the real estate accelerator is an online course and mastermind that will give you everything you need to raise private capital for real estate syndications. Through building a killer brand that attracts the right investors, you'll be able to take advantage of the upcoming opportunities scale your business. To learn more, check out cashflowninja.com forward slash good egg. Right, right. It's the same as business, right? You Finding that partners that I call it, you know, skill stacking. When you stack skills on your own, you become pretty powerful, but now you're combining with folks that have a different skill set and a different uh, uh, skill stack. And then now you're dangerous, right? It really doesn't work. If both of you are great sales guys in your business, it's like, well, who's going to market and fulfill it, right? And do the back-end operations or both of you are great marketers, but nobody can close a deal and nobody can fulfill an order on the back-end. So you're going, right. to, have a, uh, you're going to have to have a, a good mix uh, of that. Uh, you touched a little bit on the pandemic earlier this year. What are some of the big lessons that you learned and some of the things that, you made you look a little bit differently and, and maybe some of the things that you had to dig deep for during this, because it's not been rainbows and unicorns, but what, what has that brought uh, to you? What, what's the gift that 2020 brought? (laughs) I was talking about this before this pandemic even happened, just because, you know, everybody kept talking about there, there was going to be a downturn at at some point, right? Um, We couldn't keep riding this wave. And, you know, I, I, 
kept saying that you you've got to focus on on the operations part of it, the, the asset management asset management part of it. I felt like there was not a lot of that before. That's definitely changed. You know, everybody changed <laughs> changed gears and 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 started putting a lot of focus towards the operations. I saw a lot of uh, property management companies get fired in the past few months. Third-party property man- management companies, obviously. So that that's one. You know, is just making sure that you've got a clear system for asset management and that you really got that down packed. I think moving forward for I don't know how long, but the to add value to properties right now, you're going to have to be really good at, at managing the asset. And um, it's not going to be so much where, you know, maybe you, you're you a poor asset manage, manager and it was just the right timing, you know, and you just kind of rolled that, rolled that up. So that's one as far as what else did I learn. You know, a lot of things are the more you can do online, the better. You know, that was kind of obvious before as well. It seems like this pandemic and COVID kind of amplified these things that we already we already kind of knew. We just maybe weren't focusing as much as we we should have. And those that had already decided to focus on on these things were able to deal with COVID a lot easier. And I think uh, a lot of it's gonna gonna stay no matter what. You know, the online tours and being able to to, to pretty much take care of a, a new resident from the beginning to the end. Everything done online. Is huge. Yeah, there's a, it's a golden one there in the asset management and the actual management of it because I feel like in the industry, and to your point, what you share too, there was a lot of sizzle before this year. And this year it was like, man, we, 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 we found the property, we raised the equity, we closed the deal, and now we got to manage that asset and make it work and get it efficient and focus on operations. And I think that's when, like you said, you saw a lot of turnover with property management companies. That's when folks started to realize that, hey, it's very easy to collect rents and deposit checks when people are paying, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> but it's when actually... people are not paying and getting ahead of it and tenant communications and negotiating and um, getting efficiencies uh, right in operations and bringing things virtually and showing apartments virtually and and online, there's a lot of things that that folks uh, had to had to overcome and make the changes with. So um, it was kind of like a sink, sink or swim situation. Quick question for you: You've had a lot of success in a in a in a it, it's a career in real estate, and as you build and, and, and learn, if you had to take your career of where where you've gotten to now, over two thousand units uh, that that uh, that you're a part of and own and, and operate. If for someone that's just getting started now in real estate, what are some of the things that you would advise them to do? What were some of the things that you could tell them, these are the steps that you need to get to there, zero to to, to 2,000? And what are some of the things to avoid, the pitfalls? There's a lot there. (laughs) Let me me try digging in there. So, um, you know, if you're just getting started, there's, there's a lot that goes into closing on a multifamily property and then managing it and, and getting it to that finish line, whatever that's going to be. I suggest if you're just looking to get started is maybe find out which of those aspects you are the best at or have the skill set for and really conquer that. So to give you more details on that, you know, you, you've got your, you've got to be able to locate deals. You've got to be able to analyze deals. You've got to be able to 
raise the equity for a deal. You've got to be able to execute a, a business plan, you know, all those different, figure out which one you're best at, conquer that, and then take that and bring it to someone else. Like we were talking about partnerships and, and partner with someone else to, to get your portfolio going. And then if you want to start building a team out and start taking down your own properties, you know, no code GP and, and have your team, then, um, you know, you can take that path. But I definitely think you need a team one way or another, whether it's going to be you're hiring the staff and you're building that company, or if you're going to co-GP with others and do it that way. Investors, don't sleep on this market and trends. Did you know that in many cities across the U.S., renters now outnumber owners and demand will only increase? More and more will be renting in droves and it's putting the squeeze on a tight rental market. Four Peaks Capital Partners has been successfully investing in this proven, recession-resistant sector for years, providing investors with passive income and capital appreciation. Protect your portfolio and invest in private real estate funds because the demand for affordable housing will only increase. Invest with Four Peaks and let us do all the work. Find out more by calling 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME. Or visit privateincomeinvesting.com. That's privateincomeinvesting.com. Yeah, that's great because um, I think, to your point, that really will expedite what you're trying to do. It's going to put a little bit of juice on what you're trying to do is partnering with other folks uh, with experience uh, than trying to, you know, slowly but surely just crawl and then uh, until you to run just all by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it. It's just, it's going to take you longer. It's going to wear you down probably. And learn from folks that you partner with. That's the greatest gift. That's right? huge. Yeah. I mean, mentors, coaches, you know, and so forth and, and partner with them. Uh, you are a guy that uh, you're always studying and learning. Uh, and that's a habit I've observed from very wealthy and successful people. What are you currently studying these days and, and what are you learning? You know, I've got the traction back there working on implementing the, the EOS system. I don't know if... Yeah, Gino Wickman, EOS system. The book is Traction. That's in the back for our for our listeners. Great book. Yeah, so I've pretty much read the, the whole family of, of those books and then now trying to implement that with my team. It's a process, but I think uh, once I've got it going, it's it's could be a game changer. Absolutely. is 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 definitely for for many companies. So he's uh, Gino's part of the network that I'm in with Strategic Coach and he's uh, phenomenal books for anyone that's interested in uh, in learning and, and implementing something for your company. It's a it's a phenomenal system to run your for uh, to run your company by. Now a core a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? One that we probably just talked about, you know, always be educating yourself, always be learning. You know, they say always be closing. I say always be learning. Second one there is focus. I talk about that a lot. You know, focus on on one thing at a time and very hard right now <laughs> with so much noise out there and social media and, and whatnot. But uh, if you really want to be successful at something, let's say it's multifamily, well then, you know, focus on multifamily. And I even took it a step further and said, fo focus on one part of that at first. So always be learning, focus and give it your all, man. It, it's 
you know, you only live once every day, wake up and give it 110%. Don't, don't take one day off. Don't do the nine to five Monday through Friday, go party, whatever, and take the weekends off. You know, that's at least for me, you know, when I leave this earth, I want to know that I, that I gave it my all and and I don't know. I would hope other, others want to feel that way too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jorge, this has been a blast having you on. Where can folks uh, connect with you? We can learn more about you and stay involved with or just informed of all of the projects that you're involved with. Yeah, we're um, constantly updating our website now, um, usually like on a weekly basis. So if it's elevatecig.com, stands for Commercial Investment Group. So elevatecig.com. Um, if your listeners want to shoot me an email, they can do that as well. It's J-O-R-G-E at elevatecig.com. Um, I've got some free content I can send over to them, due diligence checklists, uh, deal sponsor questions to ask if they're looking to invest passively, and a couple other things I can send their way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge with all of my listeners and my viewers. Uh, and you listening and uh, watching the show, thank you so much for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me for another episode at the Cashflow Ninja. Again, please check out our past episodes with over 650 Cashflow Ninjas such as Ori at CashflowNinja.com along with community resources and tools. Until next time, live infinitely. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.